Mighty House crew is on the job. This is Mighty House. All right, we're back. Today, we're going to talk about the top 10 things you probably should have already done since it's January of 23, and you should have done this in the fall of 22. But we're going to go over the list anyway, because most people don't do it when they're supposed to, so this will help you get things ready to go for the rest of the winter that's out there. First, let's click on the uh, little bell down there and subscribe. That way you get notified next time we uh, post a new video. And uh, you can stay tuned and keep up to date with everything that we're posting. So uh, I think uh, we're sitting down at the workbench today, Rich. Why? Because uh, oh, my back's hurting me. Uh, how long ago did that happen? About a week back. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't help it. Uh, Got to do it. Still like children. <laughs> 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 All right, let's go with number one here. What do we got to do? First thing, very important. You want to get that furnace tuned up. Yes. Now, I actually did this, and the uh, tech that came out he pulled out the furnace filter. He goes, what the hell is this? I said, well, I only let professionals change the filter. So probably the last time it was done was when you were here in the, in the fall or in the spring. He's like, oh, this, this is bad. So... Um, and things really? seem to be, yeah, things seem to be working a lot better. I don't hear whistling in the ductwork, and the, you know, mm-hmm. I don't hear the, the furnace fans. and banging kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's the straining of it all. It, it, it seems to run really smooth now. So, nice. Uh, so get it serviced, change your filters, and, uh, and get it all checked. And some of the things, that average cost, what would you say? 140 uh, bucks? 80, 120 dollars. I mean, you might see somebody running a service special. We'll come out and look at it for 25 bucks. Right. It's a scam. I don't like those. It's <laughs> yeah, it's a loss leader. Then yep. those are the guys that are usually trying to upsell you. Usually some kind of glow in a dark stick that doesn't work. Right. Yeah, they're gonna so. they're gonna be trying to sell you something, and and some part's gonna be bad because you can't put a guy in a truck and send him to the house for 25 bucks. It just you, you can't right. do it. The only way to do that no, is to I don't upsell. think that's a good way to build relationships as a, as a company owner. I think, you know, just be straight with people. Yep. And they appreciate you doing that. I mean, you know, we have a company down here that's doing granite countertops to your whole kitchen for $9.99 plus a free <laughs> sink. And there's no disclaimer as to how many square feet, what, you know, level of granite. So. Oh, man. It says see the store for details. Sure. Sure. Yeah, once you walk in the store, they got you. It really is what it is. Then they're going to hard sell you, right? Yep. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's not a good way to do business. Yeah. So, all right, number two. Yep. No. Check the caulking around your windows and doors. Yes. Yes. And yeah, I want. That's funny because if you had a double hung window, you really don't want to caulk that. <laughs> yeah. No, you wouldn't. But that, I think that's a picture window. And so if you mm-hmm. run your hand around there, that's probably not where you're going to feel, feel any air, but you're going to feel it coming in around the bottom of the sill on the sides of the casing, where, where the casing mm-hmm. meets the wall, and where, where no painter ever caulks is where the casing meets the wall on the top of the window. Guaranteed right. that that's got right. a gap right there. So if, if you caulk that up, that'll help air seal it and, uh, and slow down that, the, the air leakage and the, and the drafts that are coming through that window. Yeah, because I mean, unless there's a hole in the glass, Glass doesn't leak. Nope, it doesn't. So, you know, it's usually around the frame from a poor installation. So, yep. All right, let's uh, reversing your ceiling fans might be a good one. Yeah. So, uh, and we do this here in the shop in our office because the ceilings are tall. And 
you know, you, you get on a ladder, you're up uh, at, at the ceiling height, and it's, it's 90 degrees up there, and it's 60 on the ground. So we turn the fans on just to help circulate that air and get that warm air off the ceiling and, and, uh, and direct it down a little bit. And it helps to move the airflow, and it makes a big difference. On, uh, so you want the fan the pushing the air upwards in the, in the winter? Correct. Correct. So and you, then downwards in the summer. Yeah, you have it reversed. And, uh, and there's a little switch right on the side, usually right there, where you can flip it and, and hit reverse and, and reverse the fans. And if you have tall ceilings, it's, a, it's really something to do. If you've got eight-foot ceilings, it'll help a little bit, but not as much as if you had cathedral ceilings like this. So mm -hmm. there we go. And then um, call Mike Novak and have him come out there and clean your gutters. <laughs> Get a lot of mileage out of this photo. <laughs> I like how he's always got the one foot off already. Yeah, too. yeah right here. He's, he's right, yeah. and, and he's sitting so, on leaves. And your knee is right there on leaves, right? So if you yeah. start sliding, what do you? Hopefully that gutter's got more than. A, well, well, it does look like it's got a few extra nails in it. See this right here? That's his wife with his hand, her hand up to catch him. That's what that is. Gotcha. Well, cleaning your gutters, though, that's an important one because it, you know, like if you've already got ice in your gutter, it's going to be hard to do, but you want to make sure you don't have that leaves in the downspouts so that the gutters don't fill up and freeze because it'll lead to ice damming, which, you know, undermines your roof, even if it was done correctly. Yeah. So you do not want the ice damming. Right. And... So rinse the gutters out, run the hose down the downspout, flush them out, make sure they're, they're working properly, and then that they are extended out uh, at least you know, three to four feet from the wall, ideally eight feet from the wall. That way you know that water's getting away from your foundation too, and you're not going to saturate the foundation with water. Uh, What's next? Turn off your hose bib. <laughs> now, this one is frostless, but he left the hose on, and it froze. And I, I've got, if you look at the previous video, we have one that where they left it on and it split. So mm -hmm. uh, you can go back and watch that other, that uh, frostless hose bib and see how it became uh, a, a leaking hazard for the house. So you always want to turn right. these off. That, a lot of times you won't see this on the outside, but you'll see it inside when you go to turn it on in the spring. And uh, so you want to make sure it's off and disconnect the hose. You know, and something along those lines we never really talk about, but if you had your sump pump line coming out of your house yep. and you wanted to get it away from the house further, a lot of people will put it in a pipe underground. So typically I will do four inch corrugated, perforated corrugated pipe and you bury that. Right. But you do not put your sump pump pipe into that four inch or tie it in tight. You want the air gap because if that pipe gets ice in it, you still want your pump be able to run and disperse that water, even if it's next to your foundation. It's better than having it freeze up and block it and burn out your pump and then fill your basement. Right. So the air gap is very important there. Yes. And there's a bonus one. That is. That's a bonus one. So that'd be um, number five, five A, point, five point one <laughs> or five A. Yes. <laughs> we now All have right, the top so eleven. Yes. So the landscapers out there, don't be pruning your shrubberies. Not this time of year. This is, the, this is the wrong time of year to be doing it. So um, we, we want to make sure that you do that. And I'm just making a 5A note. A 5A? Yeah, 5A. So, and I don't know where you got that photo. That's not really pruning. That's pretty <laughs> much pruning, but 
It's harvesting Christmas trees. But yes, this is not the time of year to prune. If you're, you've got different species or whatever and you really want to know, call a certified arborist in your area. Yes. And they will or tell you. Actually, if you're in the Chicago area, you can call Morton Arboretum and they'll be more than happy to tell you what you can and can't do. Right. And some, some you can trim, some you don't. And, and depending on the species, you trim them different parts of the year and different times of the year so that they flower properly. So Exactly. There you go. All right. Uh, call this dude to walk your roof with a, with a black hat on like that. See? The, call, yeah. the, call the chimney sweep. Now, yeah, Mary Poppins' his boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Poppins. There you go. Poppins is. is that a chimney sweep? But anyway, yes, like... stick Van Dyke up there. Yeah. Is that a chimney sweep? So call sweep it chimney sweep. Right. So yeah, if you have a fireplace and you burn wood, especially an old masonry fireplace, yes, you need to get that creosote out of there. Uh, we don't suggest using the chimney cleaning logs because they're supposed to crystallize it, which in a controlled setting they may work, but if you've not burned anything in a long time, uh, it's you can set your chimney on fire, and paper's the worst. Yes. You know, so since it's already past Christmas and we're in 2023, if you put burn wrapping paper in your fireplace, it goes up the chimney and that's what starts the creosote fire. So. Right. Yep. Yeah, or burning the Christmas tree in the fireplace. Oh, yeah. You that's... don't want to do that either. <laughs> yep. Not that I have done that. No, you know, I've never no. done such a thing. Um, All right, so next thing you want to check your door and window and door weather stripping. Yes. And I picked this picture because there's all different kinds, all different sizes. So shop around. You can find most of the weather stripping. It's still made, even if you've got the, the Z strips or something that in an existing door, existing window. Mm -hmm. If you shop around, you're going to find almost the exact replacement for it and, and make it work really well. So uh, if, you're, if you're missing any weather stripping, Go ahead and see, purchase the new stuff and get it put in there, and that'll take care of it. And again, we're just trying to stop all that the drafts, the air leakage, so that the heat stays in the house and makes your furnace right. work less. Yes. One very important, now that we've been telling you to actually seal the house up, make it a little airtight, make sure you're hanging on to your heat, you want to also check your carbon monoxide detectors. If you have one, great. If you need to buy one, Get one of these from CO Experts. You just go to coexperts.com. Uh, this is a low-level one, and it will alarm at, at lower levels than the standard one, the right. kitties and, and stuff that you buy at the hardware store. So these are the, really the ones you want. Yes, because the other ones have to be maintained at a certain ele uh, elevated level, like 30 or 40 parts per million for up to four hours. And if you go open a door to go outside and come back in, it may drop and it restarts that clock, so to speak. And in the meantime, you're all getting headaches or blaming the turkey because you're tired. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly it. So um, last one. Back to our, yes. if, if your weather stripping just can't be replaced, if, the, if your windows are really, really bad, if you put this, the film up and, and take the heat gun to them or the hair dryer, and seal them up that way. That really works well. Uh, the the uh, maybe the window panes are really loose in the jam, and and they rattle a lot. Well, yeah. I mean, if you've got an older historical home or or you know just really old windows, and you don't have the money for storms or whatever, but no, that just adding that seal, they've come a long way. I yes. mean, the tape doesn't damage your your millwork. You know, it shrinks up. You can see through it really well, but. 
and you can go back and search our videos and our podcast, but we'll sit here all day long and tell you that air sealing is more important than insulation. Right. Right. And it's a lot harder. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, you know, um, you can do the window stuff here and, and we can do the air sealing and in insulation. And we did do one with our buddy Mike Novak where we uh, destroyed his house, went through there, air sealed, insulated. And then uh, we did a uh, blower door test on that. And then we did another blower door test after we replaced the windows. And the air changes per hour dropped dramatically with air sealing and insulation and dropped marginally with new windows. So, right. you know, if you're Hard looking at sell windows, though, what's that? That's how they sell windows down here. Like it's going to improve your indoor air quality. No, nope. not nearly as no. much as air sealing and insulation. The difference is right. air sealing and insulation is a lot harder, more labor intensive, and that's why people aren't selling it. So. But the funny thing is, it's that's all of it. But for the for the homeowner, it's less expensive than new windows. Yes, <laughs> and saves more I mean, money. You know what I mean? To have a, a crew out there with a blower door running yep. and a bunch of three four guys running around air sealing. Yes. Yeah, you, know, you might pay four thousand dollars, five thousand. I don't know anybody who can get all their windows replaced for under twenty. Right. Exactly. So probably don't need windows. Some caulking, some air sealing. It's the casings. It's you know, blah blah blah. So. Yep. Hey, there that's you go. a fine list. Um, if you uh, haven't done this already, <laughs> get out there and do it. But, but get on it. Get on it. So there you go. Top ten things you should have already done as of January 2023. So uh, with that, we'll say keep it square and level. Keep it square and level until next time. Until next time. There you, there you go. go. Nice, simple, easy one to talk about. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Good. I think I saw that chimney sweep at a Comic-Con or something. Oh, really? He had goggles. And yeah, oh, yeah. No, he was, he was ready to go. Steampunk. Yeah. The problem is he didn't have any fall <laughs> protection on, so, you know. No.